this week on the Danny Brown Show. This would be a Danny Brown fan, let's face it. Um, you know? Don't, don't do that to my people. <laughs> my people got a little more, they're a little classier yeah. than swallowing spiders. Crack was responsible for so much good content, so much culture. <laughs> Thank God for crack, dude. If I was your height, they'd be, my parents would be mad as fuck. I mean, like, this motherfucker ain't in the NBA. I know. You, you <laughs> ain't shit. Trust me. Yo, 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 what's up, yo? It's your boy. Welcome to the Danny Brown Show live from Austin, Texas at Wild May Studios. I got the booth boys with me. What up, y'all? What yeah, up, man? What up, man? How y'all boys doing? Hey, good. That's right. We got none other than motherfucking Johnny Mitchell in the motherfucking house, man. How you doing, Dan, man? Hey, what's up, dog? I'm doing good, man. Thank <laughs> you for pulling up, man. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, bro. Where you coming from? L.A. Oh, shit. Just God got damn. off the plane, man. Goddamn L.A., man. Yeah, ooh, it's is it, nasty is out there. Is it getting there. better out there? I thought it was, like the homeless people on yeah. my block. And I'm in a nice area. And we used to have like a mini skid row up the street right on Sunset. Mm-hmm. And it went away. Sunset? About, I thought know. it was all nice over there. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I, I moved mean, in. But no, after the pandemic, man. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's really, they robbing motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can't you, wear your Rolex now. <laughs> dude, you could just steal and if it's under a thousand bucks, I'm pretty sure they just let you go. Really? Yeah. So that's yeah. oh yeah, because I, I I do remember seeing like I mean I, that's San Francisco though motherfuckers just rob running up in stores right like, crew deep. I had a I had a buddy, my old podcast producer. He's from San Francisco. He's mm-hmm. a little Latino kid. He used to when they would shoplift, these motherfuckers so didn't give a fuck. They would push the carts out of the store and mm-hmm. then call an Uber. Uh, with their the stolen fuck? goods, and they would take the time. They wouldn't even run off. See, yeah, San Francisco, they got the whole <laughs> shit where they just breaking in cars Lawless, out there like crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and this motherfucker's really just making a lot of money from doing that shit. Oh yeah, big time, big time. I guess it's like with the big tech or whatever the fuck, and like a lot of tourists and shit. Yeah. And just they just leaving like they laptops and just all type of shit in their cars and shit. It's man. organized now too. Like God, like a it. kingpin will send you know a, a, like a bunch of wolves, you mm-hmm. know, teenagers out to just smash and grab, you know. Nah. Hundreds of thousands worth of worth of shit. It was shit like that in Detroit too. Oh yeah, shit like that. Like a uh, fucking a rap motherfucker owned his liquor store or some shit, or like some pawn shop and shit. And motherfuckers just be going to like Best Buy and like just stealing shit. <laughs> and they just got they because they, they got their direct motherfucker yeah. that they selling all the exactly. shit too. So that was like a hustle back in the day. Oh yeah, they've been doing that in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, man. That's light work. Detroit's yeah. been on that rioting shit. We've been on that robbing shit. <laughs> it's been on that larceny shit. I would definitely say I'm, I've definitely been. Well, I guess. I mean, back in the day, like getting getting beat up for your starter jacket, mm-hmm. or like a motherfucker taking your Jordans. Or Remember something how like fat that? the starter was, man. Remember you had that Michigan starter? What Michigan? That Michigan Wolverine starter? The Michigan that was a popular one. Duke Blue Doubles. If you had a Duke Blue yeah. Doubles, motherfuckers was taking your shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Swear yeah. to God, I don't yeah. know something about that double on the back. Yeah. Made motherfuckers just want to rob yeah. your ass, man. Exactly. I got fuck. I had a Duke Blue Doubles. And remember the sock hats, the hats they used to fucking top on of the course. top and shit. Of I had course. one of those fucking playing Street Fighter. Motherfucker took my sock. 
pad. I'll see <laughs> Wait, he took it while you were playing yeah, Street Fighter? Yeah, because I'm so into the game. I didn't even realize the motherfucker snatched my hat off my head in Coney <laughs> Island. I'm up in a Coney just motherfucking skipping school, playing Street Fighter. That's what I get for skipping school, though. Right. Skipping school, playing Street Fighter and shit, motherfucker snatched my hat off my head, man. But the worst shit was going home. I had to tell your parents, you know, you lost your shit. A motherfucker took your shit. That yeah, used to be the worst. They'd man. act like you were the one that did it. Yes. I mean, you was in trouble for that shit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they worked for that shit. Yeah. Worked their hard-earned money and shit. And then, exactly. you know, my mom had like fucking three, four kids and shit. And fucking, you know, buying everybody a starter jacket and fucking matching hats. That shit, you know, they put themselves through a lot to do that shit. So yeah. thank you, mom. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, man. Austin Tree. I mean, you just got here, but you, yeah. you went, I feel like you was here not too long ago. Yeah, I was here uh, a couple months ago doing this show or doing uh, doing Tom's pod. Yeah, yeah. Tom and Christina's. I've been coming to Austin. Austin's dope. You I know? mean, I love it out here. I ain't going to lie. I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean coming from Michigan. It's just, Do you feel like you're here because you live such a crazy life and you were this rock star rapper for a time and still are, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like you had to just come to a place that was just calm? I, I is that why you like Austin it? Is that kind of, we got that homeless shit too. Yeah, I, mean, no, I know, but you can look, you can live on acres. I mean, <laughs> I, you could just. I mean, I, it's just a lot of healthier eating. I will say here, and just you know, just getting that vitamin D, man. One thing about growing up in Michigan, like I, you always like when winter come, oh, like it's brutal, and you might be in the house. I mean, it helped a lot with my creative aspect and me making music and stuff. But yeah, me being in the house for such a long period of time and just working on stuff. That makes sense. That's why Detroit rappers are some of the most lyrical because mm-hmm. you're inside from October to May. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, and you just in just in studio, just right. working on music and shit. So. And just, I can't deal with it no more. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Like, I guess it comes with old age. Just yeah. getting older and like, because even when I go back home, like I went, before I had, um, went to rehab, I had um, went home and did a show. And it was, and it wasn't really like cold like it would be like, you know, it wasn't the worst, mm. you know, but I could, it's like I felt it in my bones. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, thank God I live in Texas, man. Great old state of Texas, yeah. man. Are you buying property now in Detroit? Because it's coming back, they say. Uh, they always say that, man. <laughs> They're always saying that. They've been shit, saying bro. that for twenty years. You <laughs> yeah. buy a house for two hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what it's like? It's like the homesteading acts back in like the nineteenth century. They would tell white people from the east, just go west. Mm-hmm. If you work the land, we'll give it to you. I mean, it's <laughs> like everything else. It was it was definitely getting a lot better. And then when the pandemic happened, it was yeah. like a lot of shit got shut down, man. Yeah. Like a lot of my favorite restaurants ain't there no more. Mm. So yeah, man, going back home, man, it's always like a bittersweet. Cause every time I'm, I'm always missing home, getting yeah. homesick, being out here sometimes, yeah. and just want to go home. But then as soon as I get home, I'd be like, "Why am I here, I man? Like, let me get my ass back, man. Exactly. Where the sun is at, man? It's too fucking cold, man." Yeah, no, that's a fact. So you were born and raised in LA? No, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Oh shit! So same thing, raining all fucking year round, mm-hmm. rainy and cold, man. Portland is gangster too, man. Yeah, Portland's low key on some gangster shit. People dangerous. don't realize that. It's yeah, fucking dangerous. You know what's funny? Only black people know about Portland's gangster side. What? Every every white person I tell them I'm from Portland and they're like, oh, you're soft, you're a stereotype, you know what I mean? You're a weirdo. You you know, no. uh, have your own garden or whatever. No, Portland is like I think Portland had a record murder rate last year. Really? Like more than like the crack years even. Yeah. Because I mean they just look at it like motherfuckers just wearing car hat hats and, and drinking <laughs> coffee all day. But <laughs> yeah. no, nah, man. I mean I guess with the whole they be on the activism shit. Yeah, you know yeah, oh yeah, and Tifo smoke you yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, when they, when that shit was going down, because I got I got a, I got a few cousins and shit, you know, a couple friends that live in Portland, mm. and I can just see them like they they whole they whole vibe change from yeah. being in that motherfucker. Yeah, like, they on the edge and shit. Black people smoke meth in Portland. That's how Portland Portland is. Yeah, like black people do white people shit there. They smoke. They sell meth. I was locked up with a lot of dudes, like a lot of like heroin, a lot mm-hmm. of like 
Northwest dreary weather drugs yeah. out there. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, yeah. just with the whole shit. I mean, any place that has like that gloomy feel mm-hmm. over it, where mm-hmm. it's just like raining a lot, it's just, you know, it's just bad vibes in some sense. Yeah. And I'm saying like, I love Portland, to be honest. Every time I've been out yeah. there, I've had a great time. What'd you play? Uh, what, what venues do you do when you go out there? I can't really remember. The Roseland? Yeah. The Roseland, the Roseland Theater? Fire. That's, that, that's where I always Fire. be. I'm yeah. always at the Roseland yep. Theater. Yep. And then I think it's Showbox in Seattle. Is it? Sounds right. Something like that. But, I love it out there, man. Every time I'm out there, I mean, it's one of those, because it's not really too far off from, from being in Michigan to me. In yeah. In some sense, it give me that same vibe. It's a lot of trees. It's just give me that same vibe. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like, and then the people out there are super dope. I mean, it's just, I mean, any place where it's like open-minded. And then, like the strip clubs out there. Fire. Fire. <laughs> the best. The best. I try, yeah. to, I try to tell motherfuckers, man. Like you, the strip club scene out there, man. Oh, yeah. man. You like them tattooed up. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Them bitches be having tattoos on their souls. Yeah, and they're vegan and shit. You oh, know? man. That's do you, do you know why they're, we have the best strip clubs? It's the laws. So most states, the, the strippers can't be fully naked mm-hmm. and the place serves alcohol. alcohol yeah. They can You can be have all that in Oregon for yeah, some reason. I mean, I love it, man. Them bitches be naked at the coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, you I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You pull up, get you a latte, bitch got the titties yeah. out. You're like, God damn, it's a great time here. Yeah, nice nice white girl titty meat mm. out there, you know? I mean, I feel like it's, uh, it's the white people of Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, Portland is the white people of Atlanta, dude. <laughs> the bitches moved at a dance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to get your money right, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, black bitches moved to... I feel uncomfortable saying black bitches. Black yeah. queens moved to Atlanta to strip, and white bitches moved, moved to, to Portland. Portland to get it off. It's definitely. That's yeah, definitely the yeah. thing. I, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm, I'm not more... Because I was going to strip. Because Detroit, we always had like the... Um, the whole like um like the underground scene of yes. that shit. Like where yes. it's like the fucking you know the late night shits. The shits don't start to fucking three AM. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. go to them shits. You can get your dick sucked and all that shit. Yeah. You can I was actually going to them way before I was old enough to yeah. fucking um, you know, go to a real strip club. And then by the time I went to a real strip club, I'm like, damn, this shit lame kinda. Right, you know? Exactly. You can't so, fuck. Yeah, it was weird to me, man. Have you uh have you been to strip clubs in Austin? Do you like the Red Rose? Do you like uh you know, some no, of these just, ones it's on the kind of out of my system. Yeah. Like I said, like just yeah. being, I mean, because I was going to them so young. I think yeah. I fucked myself up. Exactly. I think if I was, you know, did that shit later in life, I probably would still be into it. But every time I've like, I mean, like, obviously, like I say, I go to Portland and Seattle in that area. I, I'll go. Yeah. You know, but just, it's kind of a novelty. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's kind of more, it's just a different vibe. Yeah. It's kind of more funner, you know? Do you feel like it's, you're glad you got that stuff out of your system young? I think that's the, way to do it as a I man. I think it is with a lot it's of shit. It's the way to do it. The, you should not peak young as a man. Yeah, that's As a man, if you're coming into your best years in your late 30s, early 40s, that's perfect. Because mm-hmm. then you can, you know, marry a, a woman who's younger, you can have kids. Then you'll be a little more creepier, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's cre- <laughs> oh, I'm on that creep shit, Danny Brown. I'm on that creep shit. My girl's 23, dude. Oh, I got, shit. I gotta use the internet fame while I have it. You Y'all know? be in that bitch making TikToks together and shit? <laughs> no, no, no. God no, damn no. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I show her the good shit. Like, I showed her, uh, like, Willie Dynamite, mm-hmm. the black exploitation movie yeah, the yeah. other day. She loved cool. it. I showed her Heat. You know, you gotta show the, yeah. the youth. Yeah, you I gotta mean, guide the youth. You teach you know? her. You teach her exactly. right. That's the way. That's, I guess that's the best way to look at it. She's no, way too young. Me, man, I, I, I can't. Young girls drive me crazy, man. How old's your girl? Um, 45. How old are you? 42. Oh, shit. Progressive. <laughs> Whoa, Danny Brown, dude. Giving these, giving these cougars some love. I mean, you got to do what you got to do yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, I mean, but I've always been like an old old soul. 
kind of yeah. person. So I yeah. don't think I could really jail well with someone younger than me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's very rare what I have. She's an immigrant. She's from she's from Iran. So they're they all grow up. Okay, ten years. They're they're ten years more mature than. You know the average LA white girl, and me personally, I'm just I'm a wild motherfucker, so I need that discipline. Mm-hmm. You, you know do. what I'm saying? Yep. I need it because I can't Same. have a girl that's not gonna, you know, that, that's just gonna tell me. You know what I'm saying? That's what oh, I'm fucking yeah. up. You can't have a yes, a yes woman. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely not me. Yeah, it's, you got to be it's home. All bad. If you're it's all yeah. bad, it's yeah. all bad. So shit, how much time you did? Oh, about two years. Yeah. Almost. just a I, little hiccup. Yeah, I did a year in a county, and that was the worst. Oh my god, in in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Wayne I can't County. even imagine fucking Wayne County county jails. It was the worst. They're man. probably like, you know, penitentiaries in, in terms of like the fighting. And the, it's probably like your time in county was probably as hard as my time in the pen. You know? um, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. But I, I know most people that was like penitentiary motherfuckers that was doing county time. They always be like, man, I'd rather be in the pen. Like they well, always sure. saying shit like that. Yeah, because at least you got at least there's a routine and it's home and it'll know. always be for dumb reason like man you can smoke when you want to shit <laughs> <laughs> like that I'd be like fuck that man my whole shit I mean the thing is that scared me most is, is just like how most places like the racial divide mm-hmm. and shit like that and like yeah. the blacks with the blacks or the Mexicans with the like that shit's scary to me man I don't want to be in no situation like that man yeah yeah it feels like the 1950s everybody's yeah. segregated you're like what the fuck. But my thing, man, I'm, I mean, I'm glad for my jail time. I, I definitely know that I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I didn't go through that. What so were you like, locked up for? Weed. Selling weed? Yes. Oh, yeah, me the and worst. you both, man. I mean, I'm so crack and all that shit. You never got caught for selling crack, though? Nope. Wow. That's I, funny. I never got caught for selling coke. Yep. See, that was the thing. But then I got caught up with weed. Because you know why? I mean, with crack and all them, they sketchy drugs. So yeah. they treat it as such. Mm-hmm. But when you're selling weed, you know, you got your homeboy pulling up with right. the sounds banging right. and everybody coming in, hood rap bitches and all that shit. <laughs> you're and not as just, careful. It's just ratchet. Yeah, you know you're not what as saying? careful. And then now, fucking weed is just fucking everywhere now. I know. And it's like, fuck, give me my year back, bitch. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm serious. saying? I'm so pissed about that shit. I know. We should get like a credit. We should be able to like do like a year's worth of crime. Yeah, give me some like fucking restitution or yeah. some shit. Like, you know <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> give me free weed for life yeah, or something. Yeah, like something, man. Yeah, like, that dude. shit is all fucked up, man. Because now I feel like that shit was like all planned in some sense. They always knew they was going to legalize weed in that some sense. Well, I mean, I think for years, like so many people tried to not have it be legalized. Because think about how many people make money off of it. Yeah, like exactly. the DEA, the, all the way down to the state, the sheriff, the local you know, drug squads, the prison guards. It supports so many people. Mm-hmm. Like weed being legal, it's like 60% of the drugs that or more that get used, are it's weed. So... And it kind of makes sense why they didn't want to legalize it. And just the, the prison industries in general. Yeah. I mean, that's just a business in itself. Exactly. So just motherfuckers like, motherfucker work a regular nine to five job and fucking get off work and buy a dime bag and get yeah. pulled over. Now you got probation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. state getting that money and shit like yep. that. And that shit just, that shit is wrong, man. I mean, it's still, I mean, it's not legalized all over America in some yeah. sense. So you still got these certain places. I mean, shit in Texas. Yeah, of course. It still ain't even all the way that cool, you know? So you still got certain places where you just not free to smoke weed. I mean, I'm glad it is in Michigan. Yeah. But it's almost like a reverse effect, too, because it's like um, now when the fucking weed get legal, then the weed is fucking everywhere. I know. So the motherfuckers that was really supporting themselves off that shit now, I know. Like, they 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 literally killing the drug industry now. I know, dude. They're, they're squeezing out the hustlers, mm-hmm, man. Yeah. I miss the old days. Now you got to sell fentanyl and get 30 years. <laughs> exactly. It's not fair, man. It's not fair. I actually, I think if like, I think it would have been a good thing if they could have just not made the, the sentences so harsh 
I think we had a good thing going with the war on drugs. I, I really like, do. Not too long ago, a motherfucker got caught in um, Detroit with a weed vending machine. Wow. He just had a vending machine set up at his crib. Motherfuckers just pulling up, copping out the vending machine. I yeah. was like, oh my God, that's genius. Like, motherfuckers like that, man, they should get, they they, they should put them in business. Like, man, you fucking, you just revolutionized the game, man. This is what we should do. Do you? I, I But I hate, like, walking into, like, one of those L.A. It looks like a, an Apple store. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, I know it's, you got to go buy off the iPad yeah, and all that yeah. shit. I mean, uh, I don't know. I miss when uh, you pull up to a Seven Eleven. I used to do sketchy shit buying weed, man. We used to yeah. run off. Motherfuckers will run off on your ass. Yes, of course. Like you can go to like certain blocks where it's like a lot of motherfuckers hustling on the block, and you if you ain't really know nobody or know nothing like that, and you're trying to buy weed, motherfuckers just take your money and run. You be sitting there looking stupid, like where my weed at? <laughs> oh, trust me. Yeah, there was <laughs> that happened to me in my early days too. <laughs> oh my god. Like, you where know? my weed? Dude, just... a senior in high school, I'd be looking looking for like a pack, you know, and it was all the I was always like an older like black kid like in high school, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, "Yo, uh, g- give me sixty dollars, I'll run." My cousin got it; he's got the fucking line on it all, and I'm like, "Well, what are you gonna give me as like collateral?" And he'd be like, "Here, take this jacket," <laughs> and he he doesn't give a fuck about the jacket. The jacket's goodwill. You know? I remember one of the worst times I got caught up. Uh, my aunt, she had just got off work and shit, and she was like, "Man, where the weed at? Take me get some weed." I'm like, "All right." So I took her to go get some weed and shit, and it was like this one spot. And I go up in the spot to get the weed and shit and knock on the door. You know, normal shit. They're like, uh, they're like, come in, which they would never tell me to do. They're like, course. come in. And um, because they usually, they had, the, it was one of those spots where the, where the doorknob would be gone. Yeah. And you just stick the money of through course. the doorknob hole and they put the weed or whatever. But for some reason, they like, come in. My dumb ass, go in. It's the fucking narcs. They ah. already got the motherfucker raided. Oh. So they just sitting there just catching motherfuckers coming to buy weed. <laughs> and they go, they throw my ass in the room and make me get on my knees and shit, get against the wall. I go up in there and get up against the wall. I look, my sister in there too. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they did that shit for hours. And imagine how many cases the motherfuckers got just for going to buy weed, man. And just so, bring the paddy wagon out. We'll get them yeah, all yeah, in, Yeah, yeah, and take them in just for a fucking dime bag. Now, what was your hustle like? When you, you were mean? getting it on, like, what did what did it look like? Because I used to sell, I used to send pounds out to the Detroit area. Oh you know? man, we was we was one point in time we was getting our shit from from Azo. Yeah, and we would go out there and like do that shit, man. But so were you selling wholesale or were you just like no, buying I was, wholesale? And, I, I was and a spot just, worker. Yeah, I was a spot okay. worker. So wow, I, I had the big homie. Man. Yeah, I was just the guy that's sitting in the spot all day playing Dreamcast. Yeah, coming selling <laughs> weed and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just buying Jordans and fucking. Yeah, you know, just that's, a little petty hustling to be honest. That's old school trapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you old were school like, trapping. You were trap housing. Wow. Cause my whole thing, man. I never. Um. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got up to weight and shit like that. Yeah. But it was always, man. It was. It was too much pressure. It is. It's too much pressure, man. Cause I remember just like being in the crib, like pounds and shit, and be like, man, motherfucker gonna rob me. Mm-hmm. Any given day, somebody gonna kick this dough in. Cause once they find out you got that shit, it's like you're a target at that. Of point. course, you know. Of course. So I was always just scared. And if you ain't really got it like that, where you got stash houses and shit like that, that shit is kind of sketchy, man. So to be having like a whole bunch of weight in your crib and shit, that shit was just sketchy to me. Yeah, it's a different thing in Detroit to be a big time drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Like death is always around the corner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cause it's jack boys. Like, yeah, motherfuckers are gonna rob you. It's Wolves. just it's, that's certain people hustle. Yes, of course. You know, so you gotta watch out for that shit. It's just it was it was too much pressure being on that level and then you didn't like selling crack or it just wasn't your selling crack was kind of fun i, ain't gonna <laughs> lie, I mean as dumb as that sounds it was kind of like i said it was more of a sketchy thing and then it was like an all-night situation you gotta yeah. think smoke i mean selling weed was damn near like a nine to five job yeah. you got the fucking morning rush mm-hmm. then you got the kids on lunch breaks and <laughs> shit like that and fucking you know motherfuckers get off work of then blah 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 like one in the morning, two of them spot shut down. Like, yeah. Selling crack. That's when it's just not starting to get of lit. Course, like, of so, course. you know, you got to be up. So, yeah, we'll work all fucking night, probably go to bed at like 11 in the morning. 
Did you think too? You were like, now I got something to rap about. <laughs> now I got. Yeah. <laughs> that was on. the dumbest shit. Come on, bro. <laughs> that was the dumbest shit because I always knew I was gonna be a rapper. Yeah, yeah. So I needed my content. Yeah, of I'm course. Like, I gotta so have my content. <laughs> and all my favorite rappers talked all that gangs and shit. So I ain't want to just be no fucking. So even though my music still sounds nerdy as fuck, but I, I, I talk about the same shit most rappers talk about. Well, that's why it's so dope though. That <clears throat> is because it's it's got like hipster beats and the hipster vibe. Like you were one of the first hipster rappers, uh, but you're still talking that gangster shit. I wouldn't say I was the first. I, I one would of the say, first, um, though. Cool Kids. I would say Cool Kids was like prior the first. I Who were they? That. Cool Kids was from Chicago. I, you, I, they what were was like their the hit, first though? rappers. Was, I've seen Black Mags. They were like the first rappers I've seen where I was like, damn, you can... You can rap about other shit and yeah. it sounds cool. You could be silly. Well, you know who was a hipster rapper, in my opinion? Mac Dre. Yeah, definitely. Mac Dre was a hipster rapper. Definitely. He was talking about being goofy and shopping at like Safeway and, and Payless. And yeah, You're like going stupid. Like it, it was like, and he would have that like grimy shit too on mm -hmm. his, the B sides on his album. But he was like, he it wasn't was all scared to just be him. fun. Yeah. Like taking, he, yeah. he was the first person I really feel like hearing like a black rapper talk about taking ecstasy and shit. Yep, like that. Exactly. Like, I never really heard that shit like yep. that. And even though like being in Detroit, we had like a whole peel, like, you know, thing. Well, yeah, because raves are big, right? Like, yeah, we had that whole and thing and shit, but it wasn't really like glorified. I wouldn't say glorified, but yeah. it wasn't like a cool thing to do. No, like, no, no. If you no. be in a hood, motherfucker, like, he take ecstasy. He'd be like, oh shit, watch out for us. Because we didn't know what the shit did. Of course. You know, it was just one of those like sketchy. Like, it was kind of like sketchy. Motherfucker look at you like you doing meth. Right. Back then. <laughs> but, you know, the motherfuckers that fucked with it, you know, that, that was what it was. But I feel like that was just a different time then, you know, because it was still like, you know, crack and all that shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Crack was responsible for so much good content so much culture <laughs> thank god for crack dude thank yeah. you for destroying uh ghetto america because well, there was so many movies tv shows think about hollywood's now exploiting they always exploit like black shit mm -hmm. 20 years after like they're making all these shows like snowfalls about yeah. rick ross mm -hmm. right uh the wire was like probably the first one you yeah. know what i mean so many different power right yeah. it's kind of funny no, it's hilarious, man. All right, let's jump into some of these questions, man. You know, you can always hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. It's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. First up, we got Ask Danny. Ask Danny. How to be more smooth. I feel like you're a smooth motherfucker, man. You got this one. Oh, shit. What's up, Danny? I'm a new fan, but you're, you're my favorite artist right now. Got tickets to see you and Peggy in Baltimore this summer, and I can't wait. My question is how to get bitches. I never had much luck with the ladies. Recently, though, I lost a ton of weight, 120 pounds. I got more confidence. I'm, I'm expense. Oh, oh, you got a long word. I'm getting more female attention, and I got more <laughs> confidence. <laughs> Only problem is I still can't talk to women for a second, so I lose their attention as almost fast as I get it. I want to know how to be more smooth and relaxed around women. Got any words of wisdom? Love the show. Love the music. Can't wait to see you and Peggy in Baltimore. Shouts out to Colin. Mm -hmm. Nice. I mean, it seems like an easy thing, man. You got fucking social media and shit, man. Yeah. You, you you doing an old school method trying to go meet bitches at the club and right. shit at the bar. I feel like that's creepy. They be scared of you and shit when you walk up on these girls. I like that, actually. I think it's novel now because most people aren't walking up. Yeah, definitely when you, pull, when you pull the walk up, introduce yourself. Act like you don't give a shit. Remember, it's like getting bitches is like a negotiation. The one who wants it the least always has the advantage. Mm -hmm. So... That's the mindset I used to take into my, uh, you know, 
openings. I guess the whole part is just not to be so creepy. You know, <laughs> like when you go in and just be like, I mean, I think honesty is probably the best way to go about yep. it. Like when, yep. if you go up and try to like have like fucking pickup lines and shit like yep. that, that's when you look creepy and shit. And bitches ain't fucking with that shit, especially in this day and age. Yeah, so this ain't the early nineties. And then you know the vibes. You gotta feel the vibe. Just going, just going, talking, just going, walking up to a girl and asking her name and just getting to start to talk to her is just enough right there. Exactly. And you can see where it's going. So I think the best thing to do is just not to be creepy about it and just being honest. Like, yeah. like damn, I think you're cute. Yeah. Like, you know, what's your number and shit? Like, you know, so I, I think that's the best way to go about it. Trying to have game and shit, like, that shit is played out. Like, yeah. This ain't fucking, nah. What's up, lady? Like, you know. We've heard it all. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit is, that shit They're is like gonna knock, make knock you look jokes. We've yeah. all heard them. So I think that's just the best way to do. I don't, even that that whole term of how to be more smooth, like yeah. you know, trying to trying to be smooth is you know you're not being yourself. If you gotta act, if you gotta ask, how do I be more smooth? Yeah. Guess what? It's not in you. Yeah. You're not smooth. You gotta have it in you, man. You gotta so, so just be yourself. So I you think know? that's the best way to go about it, just being yourself. And I mean, I mean, you know, I feel like man, you miss. I mean, all the shots you take, you're gonna at least make one. You know of what course. I'm saying? So it's all about you know you gotta strengthen numbers, man. That's you it. know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, just the, the best way to game, go dude. about it. But I don't think people really meet people like that in public no more, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's been so long since I went out and met somebody at uh, a bar, a club, a fucking club. What is what is that? Like, yes. I, I'm in comedy clubs, so I meet women after shows and mm -hmm. shit, uh, which is also a bad idea. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I ha have multiple form, have multiple lines on these bitches. Have your have your uh, social media game, your Instagram game. Your DM game, have your uh, Hinge or your Tinder, and then uh, and then when you have different chicks you're talking to, when you're at a bar and you want to approach somebody, it don't matter either way because you got you know you're talking to four or five other prospects. Mm -hmm. So if she shoots you down, eh, whatever, you know. Yeah, for the most part, it's like man. You just really gotta just like have your social media game together too, cause that's even I feel like that's a good like you know yeah, cause even like asking a girl for their number, if you just be like. What's your Instagram? You know, y'all <laughs> yeah. exchange Instagram, yeah. then she look at your shit, and you right. want that motherfucker doing fly shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You get exactly. what I'm saying? It's like yeah, you, if you're on a boat, it helps. Yeah, the game halfway um, won. Yeah, but if you got a picture of like uh, like a, a microwave pizza, and you're like Saturday night, and trying to be funny. Or you got a cute-ass dog, and you got mad mad. You think a cute-ass dog. dog is good for, uh, for a yeah. man's? She'd be like, I like your dog. Like, right. Yeah, you know, that's good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they see you taking good care of your animals and shit. Yeah. Women love that kind of yeah. shit, man. And who's Peggy? Peggy, oh, the JPEG Mafia. That's my boy. We oh, just did an okay. album together. Scaring the hoes out not Go cop that shit. Hell yeah. So yeah, we be on the road soon, It's called man. Scaring the Hoes? Yeah. <laughs> That's so dope. <laughs> yeah, because that was always a thing. Talking about being smooth. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was always a thing with our music. It was like a meme in some sense where um, people always be like, man, don't put that Danny Brown around the bitches, man. You scaring the hoes. <laughs> so we just embraced it pretty yeah. much. I mean, I just feel like that's just internet culture shit. That's one thing you can't do, man. You can't run from the memes, man. You no. can't run from that shit. Once you try to run from it and try to like... You know, try to like you know separate yourself from that shit. You just make yourself look like more of a joke. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. So, embrace it because it's all, all marketing is good. But the funny part about it was almost like a reverse thing where when we put it out, it was like, man, you get a lot of women. They're like, this shit ain't scaring me. I love this kind of shit. You yeah. know, like why y'all always think like you know women like just want to just listen to like some normie ass shit. Right. Like, we we creative too. We like you know we like yeah. alternative shit too. Like so they they got like kind of. You know, they got kind of mad about that shit. And stuff yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot of girls that like the album. So, shouts out to y'all ladies with the open mind. All right, next up we got Ask Danny. Need a grown man's perspective. Hi, Danny. My ex is 30. I'm 29. Have been going on and off for like nine years. Every time he comes around, oh, shit, I thought it was a dude. 
Every time he comes around, when I try to talk about something serious, he shuts down. He leaves any time there's an argument, can't communicate for shit. We never get past the problems. After he disappears, he calls and says he won't work, work things out, but then won't talk to me or do anything he says he would. We're both idiots, and I won't stop going back and forth. And I've never been in a normal, committed relationship. Can you mm. give me a grown man's perspective on what I should do? Yikes. Are all the guys idiots who are scared of commitment and can't communicate, or does he just not like me? He loves, he loves you, so if you could read this, say, fuck you, Jeremiah, treat Angel better, or just <laughs> leave her alone, man. P.S. I love you and your laugh too, Angel. Well, Angel, I can't lie. I, I have this problem too. Like me and my girlfriend, um, every time we get into like a big thing, I kind of shut down too. And I think for the most part, it just it's just anger. And you know, I think he don't want to say nothing that really that he don't mean at the time, just out of anger. So that's the thing. I, for the most part, why I shut down. And it's hard to deal with your emotions being a man. Like just being mm. emotional like that and mm-hmm. being like, uh, and just some, especially when you're in the wrong and you know you're wrong. You know, you just want to let. Because time is always your best friend in those, yeah. in those situations. So for me, man, I, 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 I have this problem too, so I don't really know how to really answer it. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I think communication is the key to everything. So, you know, just telling you, telling motherfuckers how you feel and shit, you can always work out the problems. But sometimes a motherfucker just get too fucking angry. And then you be, I be mad at myself for a lot of shit a lot of times when I got into it with my girl. I be mad at myself how I fucked up or how I even let myself get into this situation. So I just feel... I be feeling shame. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Last mm-hmm. thing you want to do is talk. Yeah. Of being like that. Or when you're just angry, sometimes you say shit you don't mean just out of anger. So the best thing to do is just not say nothing. Well, also, and may I give another take here? Mm-hmm. Angel, it sounds like you might also be one half of the problem. Because didn't she say she's never been in a normal relationship? Yeah. So clearly there's some toxicity issues coming from you, my dear. So. Oh, no. She said, um. We're both idiots, okay. I, and and she want to stop going back and forth, yeah. and have a normal committed relationship. Oh, I see. Okay. okay, okay. So, all right, good. You're self aware. You realize the problem. This might just also not be the person. You know, this might also not be uh, the one for you. Because when you meet that person, you know, it's it tends to be easy and fun ninety percent of the time. And then she might catch you, you know, DMing, uh, you know, some whore you met mm-hmm. at the Red Rose. Well, you're away for a night, and then you have to, you know, and that's when your communication skills come out, and that's and that's when you know that's when conflict resolution uh, comes into play, right? And that's mm-hmm. what takes a real man to, uh, you know, beg you for uh, his forgiveness. But yeah, I don't know, dude. If you're just fighting and arguing all the time, that shit probably, uh, I don't know, doesn't sound like uh, it's got a good shot of working out. And like for me, I knew um, me and my girl, a lot of my problems was coming from my drinking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, you know. Like, it, it, with, in, with all my relationships, to be honest. So, me just going to rehab and, you know, getting over that shit. You right. Know, that that right. definitely, ever since I've been back home, we've been cool, you know. We, you know I mean, we get into it about normal shit, but for the most part, not nothing that's been too crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I think for the most part, my drinking was my bad, my worst enemy. Yeah. You know what I'm Interesting. saying? Interesting. And that was just all coming from a place of just, you know. A motherfucker was just, you know, pandemic shit, all that shit. I, mean, I wasn't really working in shit. So just, this was recent. This was yeah, like yeah. pandemic alcoholism. Yeah, I just, um, I just, I'm only been out of rehab for um two months now. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's only been two months. Was the podcast on hold? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we record episodes and shit, so that was, that was cool that we was able to keep it going while I was gone. So. Would you come in here fucked up? All the time, <laughs> all the time. Uh, I bet the fans missed some of that content. Yeah, no. 
I mean, I'm a lot more clear-minded now. Mm-hmm. A lot of time, I was just because I, like I said, at the end stages, I was becoming an angry drunk. Ah, that's no good. Nah, it's not good. Losers? And like I said, yeah. And I was so like I've said a lot of shit I didn't mean. Yeah. To, to a lot of people, you know, and it's always like I me. Mean, and during that drinking phase, it's always like I was hurting the people that was most close to me. Yeah. And that's when I knew it was all getting fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Thank God, man. Thank God I got over that shit, man. Because a lot of people don't make it out, man. That's one thing I learned about being in treatment, man. There's a lot of people. I'm, I, I see. I never really was a beer drinker. What'd you drink? I straight. I want to get tequila. Just straight. Just oh, get. Nice. I want to get it going. Yeah, I'm a, you're a party guy. I mean, you're a fun guy, Danny Brown. Yeah, but I learned that. I mean, more and more as I'm getting used to being sober, I, I always thought like drinking and shit is what you know, just drinking. Like that's what made me fun. But it's like, no, it's just in me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm smooth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's in me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I can have fun without it now. So that's that's been great. I went out to um, like you say, he's gonna be at um, Cap City um tonight. Um, I went not too long ago and just going out to comedy club and she yeah. was like, man, I don't know if that's a good idea because right, everybody's drinking. Yeah, she, but I went. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. And everybody that's hanging out with me like, dang, Danny, you sound like you're in a better place. And I am. That's I, good. I'm, I'm definitely a lot more happier. Just you know, and just I mean, one thing I definitely don't miss is the fucking hangovers. Oh, uh, like, it's brutal. That's I would, why I had to stop drinking. I would drink a lot, and it would take me damn near sometimes three days to recover. Yeah, just to get back to being yep. normal. Exactly. Now I'm fucking. I'm waking up. I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm fucking going to the gym and shit now. It's yeah. like, man. So I've been great. I mean, the only thing is, like I say, I, I, I didn't have any intentions on stopping to smoke weed. Yeah, that's a, that's a big step. I don't know how you do that. I, I mean, can't even do I that. don't even know either, man, to be honest, man. I'm not saying I want to. You want to relapse? I brought some weed. No, on, I'm, good. Go. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, I mean, but I mean, talking to my therapist, he just was like, you know, and I'm just telling him how it'd been, you know, trouble for me to sleep and just. Well, even working, like just um, yeah. working, just like being in the studio and making music. Weed was always a big part of that. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like hard to like do everything that I used to do where weed was like the burger to the fries or the fries oh, to the burger. Got it. Get you a hit of energy. Yeah. You know, you what know I mean? sometimes I get you stuck on a bar or something. Like, All right, let me go smoke a joint real quick. Come uh, back, write the song, you know? Yeah. But I think as the time been progressing and more and more you know he's just like give it give it 90 days and if you still feel like you know smoking weed it ain't a big deal man you know whatever. yeah just as long as it doesn't go back to the 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 big one which no, is drinking drinking yeah That's but the main thing. it never really went hand i mean it never really went hand in hand to me because mm. when i was drinking i wasn't really smoking weed like that. if i could if i do other drugs it's like i don't really need weed i yeah. mean except maybe um like molly or something i like to smoke weed when i do molly did shit. you Smoke crack ever? Fuck no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> Check this out. Years after the crack epidemics waned, mm-hmm. I now, knowing what I know about drugs, I'd try it once. I'm not even bullshit. I would smoke crack once. Just to say I did it because it's rock and roll. And come on, how how bad can it be if you just do it one time. I mean, it make you it make you look like if you do coke, like it ain't nothing but it's it's, it's exactly it's, it's just cooked up coke. Yeah, but it's just cooked up coke. I've seen motherfucker. I've seen motherfuckers go crazy. Like I remember the most, I and mean, I was like probably like eighteen, something yeah. like that. And it it just traumatized me in some sense. This bitch went in the back. She smoked some crack. And next thing I know, she just came out butt ass naked, just smacking oh. herself, Ooh. going crazy. She thought she thought bugs or something was crawling on her. Oh, damn. and just something seeing that was like, oh, yeah. fuck no. And then just the smell of it. Yeah, like the smell of somebody smoking crack, man. I remember one time, my uncle, this motherfucker, was hiding out smoking crack and shit, and I didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. You know, he was just sneaking, and I remember it was like a, it was like a um, kitchen counter, like, kind of like that, like you know, mm-hmm. like a, just like a little sex type of shit. And I just see his eyes just come up, like, <laughs> oh shit, like looking around and shit, yeah. then go back, and then I just <laughs> smell the poop of crack smoke, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? 
So he, his it. eyes came up like a like a hippopotamus coming mm-hmm. above water. Yeah, just yeah. Fucking... He was looking around. Like, uh, did he go back down? Back down. And then I smell the crack come back up. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, uh, damn. So just, just. Yeah, get... no, no. I would only do it once. I wouldn't let it get that bad. I mean, that's the point of it. They say you do it once. <laughs> next thing you know, you can't stop. Shit. That's what addiction is. All right. Yeah. I, won't, I won't do it, I guess. That's why I'm glad, like, um, like in Michigan, meth never really been a thing. I right. mean, maybe like upskirts or somewhere, like yeah. in, but like in the city, meth never been a thing. In every city that I feel like where meth is a thing, like even here in Austin, like you just see like a lot of like fucked up motherfuckers and just yeah. like, like, I don't know, just like meth and like motherfuckers do that shit. They just, they just don't give a fuck yeah. about nothing yeah. no more. Exactly. It's the whole part of, man, no one wants to be like me. I used to do a lot of Adderall, like a lot of Molly and like, and be up for like maybe two days sometime. Yeah. And just that alone, man, like I can't imagine being up three, four days. Three, four days. Yeah. And running around trying to do shit. Like, yeah. of course you're going to fucking go crazy and start seeing shit. Yeah. And then I heard the shit about the shadow people. What is that? Like motherfuckers do meth for, for, for mad days and shit and then they don't sleep and shit. And next thing they know, they just start seeing shadows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I met a guy. I met so many meth heads being in county and then eventually like prison in Oregon. Dude, I met a guy who had to have both of his knees replaced because he smoked so much meth and would just be walking around, running around, like never sleeping. And he put so much wear and tear on his fucking knees. Mm-hmm. He was like a like a center for the Chicago Bears <laughs> or something, dude. The guy, the guy got to get his full ACL replaced in both fucking... How crazy is that? And now it's like the motherfuckers want fentanyl now. They like want I, fentanyl? Yeah. That's crazy. Like when I was in rehab, there was a lot of motherfuckers in there for uh, fentanyl. Like, like fentanyl was the drug that like... Oopsies, you got it. Oh yeah, you're dead. dead now yeah. they're like, oh, give me that. No, that's the one I want. Be keeping Narcan on them. Yeah, that's like a that's like a thing now. Like blast me back. Yeah, and then they be pissed when they do Narcan because they like because the drugs is out their system and they can't get they like it, you can't get high again for like two days or some shit like that. So they be pissed. Oh, is that it? Yeah, oh, that shit crazy. Man. Oh man. And then I heard her now is like some new shit called Trank. Which I think is fentanyl mixed with like some form of tranquilizer, mm. and I don't know, man. I mean, people can't just. Why don't we? Is, isn't wasn't cocaine enough? No, it makes the crack era look like well, he's it, just smoking crack. I mean, that's what fentanyl. Point, they putting fentanyl in everything. Yeah. So it's like I even like I was saying, I always talk about. They said he was putting weed, um, fentanyl in the weed carts. What? Yeah. Come on, man. So even that's like getting sketchy now. I was down in uh for my show. The Connect on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to like these different places and just do these like mini docs. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, cool, cool. We went down to uh, Culiacan, which is the capital of Sinaloa, and mm-hmm. that's like the headquarters for the Sinaloa cartel. And they take it. That's where they produce most of the fentanyl that gets shipped to America is in that little region. But if you get caught selling fentanyl in Sinaloa, it's a death sentence. They'll kill you immediately. Oh, that's really? how. That's how serious they take it. It's only for export because they know how. Yeah, poisonous yeah. yeah this shit that they're making is man we one step from fentanyl being in mac sauce man nigga ain't gonna be able to get a fucking burger man <laughs> you imagine nigga coming back to mcdonald's every day <laughs> damn he, he fucking, fucking he od'd on a big mac fucking supersize me man god damn it all right next up we got help a girl shoot her shot hey danny i'm a big fan of the show always look forward to starting my tuesday mornings with a new episode i could use some advice I met this guy after he came to my rescue one night, and I had gotten a flat tire outside of his work. What's what's a rescue? Came to my rescue. Came to the, her rescue. Oh, yeah. I, was, I thought this bitch was like, damn, that's like another form of rehab or something. <laughs> like, damn. All right. Well, I was attempting to change my tire. He offered to help me out. 
He was a sweet gentleman. Yes, definitely he was. Because I would, I don't know how to change a tire. For no, shit, this is a man's like, man. Yeah, what the fuck? Up. Bitch, you better call AAA. Yeah. After he helped me get the spare on, we talked, and I feel like there was a connection. I didn't have a nerd to ask for his number then. It's been two months, and I'm still thinking about him. Is it too late to show up and see if I can take him out to coffee sometime? Mm. I could use some smooth advice. Help your girl out. Thanks, Danny and the Booth Boys. Love from the West Coast. Man, uh, one thing I can say a man love is when a woman shoot her shot. Absolutely. Nothing make you feel yeah. like... No, it's the you hottest You feel like thing. a bad bitch. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Man, that will make up. his motherfucking day. <laughs> you feel like a hot chick when yes, you really do that like, shit. Yes, you're like, man, I see what bitches go through yeah. all the time, yeah. man. So, yeah, I would definitely say, man... Um, I mean, I mean, it, it don't seem like y'all really talk too much where you asked if he was married or yeah. had a girl or some shit like that. So I don't know that situation. But for the most part, I'm pretty sure he got a social media or something like that. Maybe if you're that scared to walk up on him, maybe shoot a shot in a DM. Yeah. That's probably the best way to go about yeah. it. But I would say, man, it's nothing a man love more than a woman pressing him. Like, that's, what's up? That's the realest shit ever, dude. What's up with that dick? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how my girl got me, dude. Yeah. DM me, DM me, just being a, just let she let her slut out for yes, a second. Dog, yeah, dog, men great. love that shit, yeah. man. You would yeah. make, and, and even if he do got some shit going on, and you know he got a relationship or whatever, just based on the fact that he helped you change a tire that day, man, just you going up and you shooting your shot, that would that would make his day. Yeah. Yeah. You would make him feel like a bad bitch, man. And, and, so. and, and for many women in this situation, even if it doesn't work out with him, shoot it with the next guy. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, uh, yeah, no, that's so underrated. Men yes. love it. We love that shit, yeah. man. So, yeah, man, definitely go through. Or even just go through, bring him a cup of coffee. Just doing that. Just do a nice gesture. And you'll, you'll feel the vibes. You'll feel the mm -hmm. vibes. But if you're still thinking about him... And it been months. He, he got that motherfucker moist. <laughs> so you definitely need to pull up, man. Shoot your shot, man. I would definitely say, man, this is the best thing to do, man. Men love that shit, man. Mm -hmm. So definitely do that shit, man. I mean, I, I guess it seems like she sounds like she a little scared. Yeah. Maybe. That's cute. I mean, that's this whole generation, man. They're so used to talking to motherfuckers on computers and shit, man. I know. I remember back in the day, man, you used to have to press a bitch. You'd be walking up like, damn, man. How was your game back then? Back in those Terrible. days? Terrible. Yeah, so was mine. I mean, I, I, I had fucked up teeth. Oh, so yeah. So that was always like a yeah. thing to me. Like, even when, just imagine if a girl would walk up on me, like, impress me, like, 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 try to get my number and shit. Then as soon as I smile, they'd be like, what happened? <laughs> so that used to always, like, fuck me up. Like, I never used to talk a lot in, like, social sets. I always, so it was always, I mean, I, I didn't get no confidence. I just had to embrace that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I got my shit fixed. You're talking in sign language and shit. Mm hmm. <laughs> like, man. But yeah, it's been a lot of times where a girl be like, I like Danny or I think Danny's cute. And then they'll see me smile, be like, damn, what happened, nigga? Uh -huh. I'd be like, fuck, and just ruin the whole shit. Oh, you bitch, <laughs> you <laughs> bitch. Yes, man. So, yeah, man, that was that was my whole thing. So I had self-esteem issues, man. Oh, so did I, man. I was tall and lanky all my life. So I was just, so, I'm always like towering over bitches. Mm -hmm. you know? But they so, like that shit. Well, to an extent. But like back in the day when before the swag, it was just, I just looked like, uh, you know, Gumby. I look like white Gumby. Oh, yeah. And then it seemed like when you're taller, like you just go, because I was always, I mean, I'm not tall as your motherfucking ass. <laughs> If I was your height, they'd be my parents would be mad as fuck at me. Like, this motherfucker ain't in the NBA. I know. You you ain't shit. Trust me. It was a, yeah, it was a huge waste. You That's ain't exactly shit. what my mom said to me. Son, you're not shit. Because I wouldn't um I was always kind of I feel like I was always the tallest in my class. I told like, you growing up. See, that's the thing. I'm what, six two, six three? Oh, but great um, height. I think I stunted my growth by Why? smoking weed so early. Yep. 
And yep. that's what it was. Because I was I'm I've been like this height since thirteen. <laughs> Jesus. I swear Christ, to God. Dude. I probably would have been and about your height or some and shit. And you were probably smoking backwoods or swishers with tobacco swishers, in them and Philly shit. Blunts. Yeah, my, Philly blunts. My actual favorite um growing up smoking weed was Optimos. Optimos, yeah. Yeah. The green yeah. ones. Yeah, I, we didn't smoke them that much in the West Coast, but we knew about them from mm-hmm. rap. Optimos. You know? Yeah, I feel like it was more of a southern thing. I used to hear like I feel like a lot of southern rappers talk about Optimos mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. But yeah, Optimos was a thing. But Swishers was always a thing because they was... I remember I was smoking weed for so long, man. I remember when Swisher Sweets and Blunts and shit was 50 cents. I remember that shit from the A-Rab. Blunts, Yeah, yes. you go and see the A-Rab and he fucking... He give you underage. He's selling them. He don't give a fuck. Because fifty cent blunts, blunts is like crazy prices now, man. You got to. How much are blunts? I think a pack of backwoods is like five dollars. No, it's got to be more than that. I mean, probably is, but I don't know. I'm like, I I, feel like a swisher, an individual swisher now is probably like two twenty five. Really? Can we look that up? Booth, booth. I mean, they can't. They can't know the underground prices. I'm pretty sure the internet ain't gonna (laughs) tell us that. They got a individual. Like an average. Oh, swi- yeah, they $2. $2. Because oh, I forgot they right. started making those little pack thingies. Right, right, right. I ain't gonna lie, man. Swishers is worse than cigarettes, man. Yeah. Oh, are they? Smoking them shits. Oh, man. of course, because that's how they flavor them. They flavor them all the time. Oh, those yeah. Oh, that, I never shit, really bro. fucked with that flavor shit. I remember when they first first started with the flavor shit. It used to be like these wraps. Yeah. And they used to have like chocolate and all mm-hmm. that shit. And that shit was cool at first. I mean, but then you smoke a, you get a bitch and shit and you smoke on a chocolate wrap <laughs> blunt. Next thing you know, you got this black shit all over your teeth and you look like a fucking animal. <laughs> So then that shit became nasty, but just just that that shit just got to be poisonous. Yeah, poison shit you smoking. You know what I'm saying? So you so, got to give up the blunts at a certain age, guys. I did, I did. Yeah, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. That's I have. I I haven't smoked blunts and shit because I used to um, like when I was still smoking swishers and shit. I used to go on tour, and just being on tour, and then you sitting around, you smoking blunts all day. Then you get on stage, you had like just raspy, like right. your voice would just sound like shit. Right. So eventually, I got put on the backwoods. Yeah. So I was my boy Schoolboy Q and all them. That's yep. who. That's who brought the backwoods in effect. Because I remember going to New York, and they would smoke backwoods. But the New York weed wasn't L.A. weed. No, no. And the weed, they were smoking these backwoods. I was like, this is the harshest, nastiest exactly. shit I ever smoked yeah. in my fucking life. So I always had this bad stigma with backwoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus, like, the New York weed back then was mad seeds and stems. So it it's, it, a backwood is like a thin leaf. It'll be busting through that shit. I will know? say I did fuck with the chocolate in Brooklyn, though. I oh, did really? used to like that shit. They the chocolate like, tie? No, I guess that's, I don't know. But it used to be this weed we used to get in Brooklyn where it'd be like, I think, don't get me to be wrong about it, but the like the Jamaicans and shit, they like cook yeah. it up with like some brown sugar and oh, shit, shit and all type of shit. It would be like Reggie regular ass weed, yeah, yeah. but they'll put a cut on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, cooking up, yeah, they're yeah. literally stepping on weed, bro. And that shit used to taste amazing. <laughs> it used to taste so fucking good. So I did like that. And then we'd get like a dime of green and a dime of blacks. They used to call it blacks. Ah. Put a dime of green and a dime of blacks, mix it up, call it beef and broccoli. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is that where the beef and broccoli comes from? Yeah. Oh. I mean, in my terms. But beef then and that's brox? when the fucking the purple haze hit. All right. And used to go up to Harlem. That's one thing about New York. Them motherfuckers would travel for some weed. Oh, like, yeah. We used to take fucking hour train rides yeah. with the Harlem and shit. I, that's where I used to send my packs up to Harlem and Washington Heights, those Dominicans up there. Man. Now New York has got the weed now. Exactly. And it's a whole different ball game up there, man. I, I was in the lower east side and the whole fucking block just smelled like dope. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I couldn't believe it because we used to fucking be doing all type of fucking Mission Impossible shit just to smoke weed. Like, yeah. if you get caught with a seed, you go on to Rikers Island. <laughs> I know. So it used to be terrifying, like fucking climbing up on rooftops and shit in the cold and shit like this, fucking passing the fucking flimsy ass backwood and shit, man. So I'm so happy New York got the weed, man. It's yeah. Just, I mean, obviously I'm not smoking no more, but it's, it definitely seemed like a more calmer 
Did you, you live know? in New York? Um, I, I've I've done months, months, months there, stints. Yeah, yeah. You know, going up yeah. there doing music and stuff. Yeah, it was always hard, man. But I loved it, man. Yeah, of course. Fucking get a fucking beef patty. Yeah, living get off you chopped cheese. Yeah, living off chopped cheeses yeah. and shit. I was eating, man. When I was doing Danny's house, I was eating chopped cheeses every night, man. I gained <laughs> yeah. like twenty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you could eat them chopped cheese. You could man. eat three chopped cheese a day for fifteen bucks. I swear to God, <laughs> yeah. I fucking gang, cause I think the bad thing about it is that, cause I mean, in Michigan, like it's like we like a fucking a, a food desert in that some sense, yeah. you know, like and when they get a certain time, you ain't about to be able to get nothing but Coney Island, yeah. So just to be able, just to be having all these restaurants open so right. late, it would be hard. Like I can like go to sleep and wake up like two in the morning and be like. Fuck, I'm gonna go get a chopped cheese. Oh, you just you just hit the street and just walk around. You'll find something. Yeah, wake up, get a chopped cheese, go yeah. right back to sleep. I gained so much weight fucking with New York. All right. Next up we got swallowing spiders. Okay. I wanna swallow spiders because ooh, it would be so fun to feel them crawling around in my belly, but death by stomach acid seems like a super twisted, painful death, even for a spider. Oh my god. I heard slender sack spiders will crawl back out when you swallow them, so that answers that concerns what if it crawls into my lungs how do i do this safely much love from the north end detroit that's out the north end miss bug was this innuendo was that a woman yeah looking to suck a dick that's what that sounded like swallowing spiders man that's some white people shit this should have been in white people shit this yeah, shouldn't have been in them but no i mean um, black people are catching up though. it's certain places yeah ain't they yeah it's certain places um where they got the bugs where you <laughs> eat bugs and shit they say you swallow spiders when you sleep it's supposed to like that was the rumor back in the day like you swallow 12 spiders a year or something ridiculous. Shit like in the hood, we were swallowing roaches. <laughs> Motherfucking roaches crawling on you and shit. <laughs> you wake up, you got a fucking roach lodged in your throat? No, I, um, I think you need to go seek treatment. And, uh, yeah, maybe no, you need, this, to, you need somebody else to talk to. This ain't this ain't a question Danny can answer. Yeah, don't don't let this person anywhere near me. I'm, I, I mean, I don't really fuck with spiders like that. I mean, I'm not like a bug. I don't get like freaked out by bugs and shit. I ain't saying I'm, you know, get scared of bugs and shit. So, but I've I've been in Australia and seen oh. huge yeah. ass spiders. Yeah, and that shit was like death to me, man. Yeah, I'm like, just terrified for my life. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, you definitely need to go seek treatment. And we would think a fifty one fifty, what they what they call that? Yeah, the, yeah. Um, I mean, well, need, that's this actually sounds like a crackhead. Because crackheads are always worried about, they always think spiders. And, I told you, know you that I mean? shit was crawling on yeah, the bitch. Yeah. yeah. That's very, uh, this is a weird fetish. This is either, you know, a crackhead, but I don't think they'd be cognizant enough to write this email in. This sounds like a, I don't know, this is definitely some twisted Marilyn Manson. This would be a Danny Brown fan, let's face it. Um, you know? Don't, don't, don't do that to my people. <laughs> my people got a little more, they're a little classier yeah. than swallowing spiders. Yeah, some of them, but you know, some of them also like to swallow spiders, you know? Oh, man. But I mean, just, just I mean, like I said, I've eaten bugs before. I mean, you know, like. That's true. People eat bugs around the world, and there's some of them are quite yummy. I so. mean, this, yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. And, um, actually, in Australia, again, they had um, one of my favorite restaurants, George's and Brisbane. Shout out Brisbane. Nice. And but they're cooked, though. That's the Yeah, difference. the cooked spiders. I mean, yeah. I mean, they look like spiders. I don't know if they're spiders, but it's like the cooked bugs and shit. I always yeah. get them shits every time I go, man. Yeah. I can't wait to get back out to Brisbane, man. I, get, I bring a nice shirt. Yeah. Every time I go out there, man, yeah. I bring a nice shirt so I can go to George's. It's like this. Um, I've never been down there. It's like a seafood restaurant. It's like right on top of the water and all the fucking. Do you get in the water when you go down there? I'm black. So. I don't know how to swim. Yeah, no, I know that. But like, up to your waist. The, 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 <laughs> uh, Do you only more? Because I'm, I'm scared of great white sharks. They got the massive sharks down there. No, I don't really fuck around with beaches and shit. Right. But be you honest. go to the beach, though. No. You don't even go to the beach? I don't like that shit like that. 
That's hilarious. I don't know. I just you know really what, don't Danny fuck Brown? with it. You're old school, bro. Yeah, man. Because you know what? Black, <laughs> black, people are so, black people are starting to swim now, but I'm glad you can't, bro. I don't You're I don't keeping fuck the stereotype with it, alive. I, I've almost drowned one time. My mom had to save me, jumping into the deep end by mistake. <laughs> it was the worst shit ever. You know, you got black parents, man. She was pissed. Like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. you got my hair wet. Oh, my she God, She killed my ass. Oh, don't you know you can't swim? I mean, I was just having a good time. I was having yeah. a little too much fun, but no, nah, I can't swim. That's probably something I need to learn. Yeah, because black people lo- love pools. You guys love a pool. I mean, we love pool parties because we want to see the bitches shaking ass. Of course. So you gotta you gotta take the next step and at least learn a you know a basic uh, breaststroke. I'm just a hot tub kind of guy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I just like to sit in hot tubs. I do like sensory deprivation, though. Oh, it's, and I really do those that. that. That I mean, actually, man, that's really what I need to get back into. Because when I was doing that shit, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Yeah. When I was doing that shit all the time, it's probably better better for me than therapy, to be honest. Mm. You know, therapy's been great, but you're really so, working on yourself. Sensory man. deprivation, man, that shit was like, man, you damn near. It's, it's almost like you took mushrooms sometimes. You yeah. Really blast off. But yeah. I will say, one of the main things was helping me relax so much because I, I would take edibles before I go <laughs> so I don't know how I would, be, how I would do without sure, taking edibles right, you know right. what I'm saying <laughs> that's a variable <laughs> that is that adds <laughs> a lot to it you know because you got to be calm because the first time you do it man I mean the first couple times you do you're not going to be good at it you're going to be floating around feeling all awkward you're like why the fuck am I doing this yeah. dumb ass shit yeah. butt naked sitting around floating around you get salt water in your eye then you just ruin the whole thing yeah. So you got to learn how to float. And then once you learn how to float and you got that shit down packed, you just, it's such a relaxing thing. Right. Man. It really helps, man. It really helps with your mental health and shit. All right. Next up, we got Arsenal, which I was a fucking goon. Shouts out to my boys out there. Hey, Danny, I went to Arsenal Games, one of the funnest sporting events. Oh, out events. in England. Yeah, it was one nice. of the funnest sporting events I've ever been to in my life. Danny here from Liverpool. Another Danny. Been a fan since the hybrid. I was wondering what you're thinking of Arsenal at the minute. And how are you going to celebrate they win the whole thing? I ain't even going to lie to you, cuz. Ever since I um, moved to Austin, um, I've been going to the um, Austin FC games. Mm. And I've actually became a fan. So I haven't really been following Premier League like that. I've actually been into MLS. Dude, that's wild. Yeah, man. MLS is supposed to be coming up. It definitely is. And I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people look down on it because it's mm. not the, you know, the best soccer players in the mm-hmm. world, like Premier League and shit like that. Yeah. But. I mean, just being in America, I can watch it, you know, so it's like, man, I'm going to follow what yeah. we got going on out here. And then just, you just have to fucking wake up early as fuck to watch fucking football games yeah. and shit like that. So now I can, you know, watch them at a, a, a decent time right. now right. and being all that. So I haven't really been following what's been going on in Premier League, almost been like for a few years now. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, you know, I'm, I'm still a gunner, you know, I will say it's still in my heart. I was mad when they sent Young Thug a jersey, though. I'm like fuck the young so so like rappers are getting into soccer now. I mean, Food, I don't football. know. I always been into it, but for me, it's because I'm a video game playing motherfucker. Yeah, of course. Oh, a FIFA bro, and I'm back just in the day, a huge FIFA fan. Oh my god. Me and There's Tony Yayo used to have battles in FIFA <laughs> when I lived with him. That's all we did. So I would always pick Arsenal, and he would pick um. Me and you. Yeah. So that's how I became an Arsenal fan. Yeah. It came from video games. So yeah. Um, yeah, man, but now I play FIFA. I play with MLS teams. Nice. And most of the motherfuckers' highest ratings is like in the 60s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I know. America shouldn't be good at soccer, though. We should only be so good. Like, but that's the females not our thing. are, right? I, I, the females are good, I think. 
Yeah, we got the brolic bitches. Them bitches thick. Got the <laughs> yeah, thick that's true. We got the fucking thick. I white. love, I love that the thick cornbread white bitches, Same. man. Like the fucking softball bitches. A soccer player body. I love, I love watching them big softball pitching <laughs> bitches, man. Like watching them bitches wind that motherfucker up. Yeah. I, I sit there and watch. I, I watch women's softball, <laughs> um, volleyball. I love uh, women's college volleyball. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Danny, it's like like you go from the blackest I can't swim to uh, I also enjoy a nice woman's softball game. I really do. I love you women's softball. You are a softball. different kind of cat. I man. love women's softball. I love um, women. I mean, obviously, you know, I love women's volleyball. Women's tennis is really good. Yeah, I like women's tennis because they're they they don't ace as much because they're not as strong, so they have really good rallies. I like a nice good, a nice rally. Like when Serena was doing her thing. Exactly. But they too skinny, man. Uh, like, <laughs> Serena? Know, I mean, Serena wasn't too that's skinny. That's what I'm saying. When she was doing She's her bigger thing. bigger than us. <laughs> it was doing her thing. It was fun to watch. Because, you know. Yeah. And then they wear them little tennis skirts and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. If, if they didn't like some booty shorts. Oh. Yeah. It'd probably be better. Motherfucker, motherfucker jiggle when they hit the ball and oh. shit. That shit would be lit. But, yeah, I love volleyball. That's my yeah. favorite. Track and field, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, track field's fun. Yeah. When they do the little dirt jump shit, what they call that? Oh, the, they jump into the... Yeah. What, uh, they go one, two, three, yeah. and then leap. That motherfucker be jiggling. Yeah. That motherfucker be jiggling <laughs> on that <laughs> last jiggling. <laughs> Before they lift off, that motherfucker be shaking. All right. We'll jump to some white people shit, then we'll get up out of here. Great. First up, we got Great. Uh, white people shit. Glass blowing. This is where I shine. Hey, Hitler. Whoa. I'm a glass blower. That's my job. Artistic jewelry and industrial quartz for the production of microchips. My mentors have black who I learn from, but there are not many black people who blow glass. Yes, they do. They smoke yes. crack. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They originated it. It's glass blowing white people shit. Touch my camera through the fence. Keep killing it, Danny. Um, yes, glass blowing is some white people shit. But I'm I ain't gonna lie, man. That is some crazy shit. I think I watched a documentary about that shit. And just the art of that shit is, is fucking amazing, man. But it's pretty cool. I mean, it just I mean, from the hood and seeing motherfuckers smoke crack, so I ain't trying to put my put no glass up to yeah. my lips and get that close to fire and all that kind of yeah. shit. So I think that's where we draw the line as black people, because you're like, man, that's gonna you know, that's 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 almost triggering in yeah. some sense. So. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, a light, a gigantic rock, like because I've seen those giant glass blowing pieces. <laughs> so you imagine that, and then you just light a kilo on fire, and then you just get it. Oh, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Like Charlie, I think Charlie Sheen was doing that. Yeah. When he said that. Yeah. Dude, he goes, I used to blow seven gram seven rocks. Seven gram rocks. <laughs> you imagine what a seven gram rock looked like, man? Uh, I used to cut it up, so I never really, but, and that was just like eight balls and shit. So I can imagine, two. God damn, Charlie yeah, Sheen. Yeah, he was just man. doing that. I would have loved to have been his Coke dealer. Oh. I mean, all you need is him. All you need is him. Yeah, you're it, moving. You're moving like a kilo a month just to him. All you need is him. I, I've known a couple of people like that, but they just had like three. That's like the best yeah. way to, to to be a drug dealer. Be a be high honest. end coke dealer. I mean, when you just only got like three or four people, exactly. Y'all know each other. Y'all close. I mean, that's right there, man. That's like, yeah. I mean, I think that's a drug dealer's dream. It is. It is. And and being a coke dealer is like the best because if you're only selling it to high end people who are using it, mm-hmm. they're not going to turn around and get busted with it, and then turn around and rat you out. They're just gonna consume the drugs right there, so it's like, it's a it's a win win. I love coke, man. I ain't gonna lie, but <laughs> I can't fuck with it no more, man. I was in rehab, man. And one of the guys told me they was cutting the coke with um, with the powder from fluorescent lights, man. Ugh, but that coke ain't moving though. You ain't selling that coke to Robert De Niro. I mean, no, know? no. 
But yeah, man. But he would have been my coke dealer. That's the thing. Uh, come on. <laughs> That's the type of motherfuckers <laughs> I'm getting selling me shit. Were you buying bad coke back in your day? I feel like all the coke was bad pretty much. I only got good what coke were you like paying, a few times. Well, you were buying it in Detroit? Mm-hmm. Just for personal use. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, I'm shocked. Danny Brown is into was into cocaine. Oh, I mean, <laughs> big yeah, shock. But I, I've, I've never I'm, the best coke I ever did was in fucking Mexico. Yeah, same. Obviously, Mexico same, City. Same. I actually had better coke in Mexico than I did in Colombia. Oh, really? And I've been yeah, and I've been to like the factory there. Mm-hmm. That was the best I did. I mean, that's when you be like, yeah, this is what it's this is what it's all about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you feel now like a rock coke, star? You just get anxiety. You yeah, don't exactly. wanna, You only want to yeah. do shit. You just be like, what the fuck is going on with my life? Man? No, the fentanyl killed the coke game in America. It killed which cocaine fucked me fun. up, man. I couldn't believe they was doing that, yeah, man. Because I'm like, because I've always thought like fentanyl was like more of like for downer shit, like for yeah. heroin and shit yeah. like that. So yeah. I never thought it was gonna get to coke. You it's know? dumbass people just stretching it, you know. I mean, but they say like any once you do like a little fentanyl, you just addicted to that, wow. and you don't even realize right. what you really addicted to, and you'll be like, oh, this shit was the pack, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. now you're running back trying to get the fentanyl and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. So what was the question? Oh, glass blowing. Yeah. Yeah, glass blowing. We ain't doing it. We smoking crack. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> on, move on. on to the next one. That'd all be right. a good business, like like creative crack pipes, like really like beautiful, like a museum with just like the dopest crack pipe designs. Yeah, because motherfuckers just had to go to the gas station to get those roses <laughs> exactly. and get those for roses. It was always and shit. the roses with the Choi Boy and yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's just yeah. Had to do even just doing that. And when you got to do that much shit to smoke, that shit just going too far. You get Whitney Houston on one. You get uh, Tyrone Biggums on one. He was another famous Tyrone crackhead. Biggums wasn't a real crackhead. Oh, yeah, good point. Good, good deal. I, I thought Dave Chappelle was a real crackhead. Shit, okay. That was just Dave Chappelle with powder yeah, on his lips? Fuck, Dave Chappelle. Damn. I guess Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. But if you get like a just, if you had just like that clientele list where you just got like four people, what? Game, dude. Fuck Game crypto. over. You, yeah, exactly. You don't even need no crypto. Exactly. Damn, it's about to make me go back, Danny. No, I can't man. Talk this about is triggering. This, See, that's what they t- this that, is triggering. That's what they taught me in rehab. You need to leave that shit in yeah, the past. You yeah. don't need to be talking about that kind of shit <laughs> exactly, no more. So this bro. is triggering. Right. That's my trigger. Like, you know how an alcoholic gets triggered by like, you know, drives by a bar? Talking about dope dealing, that that's oh, yeah. my addiction is like selling drugs. So I feel like that comes with jail. Yeah, it does. Like when you spend a lot of time, because that's all you sit around and talk about. Oh, it's like a networking yeah, yeah, event, dude. That's all you sit around Everyone's everybody. exchanging numbers. You, and just, you, just, you just fucking telling war stories yeah, the whole yeah. day. And there's nothing worse than you know you know when a motherfucker lying. You oh, they're the, most, the ex- most lying motherfuckers in jail, bro. You're the most extravagant yeah. shit in your life. <laughs> yeah, I had 50 breaks, man, you know. Oh, but you ain't got no bail money. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got no commissary. You begging for my noodles. Exactly. And you talk about you had 50 bricks on the mm. street, man. You hear the most lying stories. Oh, but man. they be great, man. Motherfucker could write yeah. a whole script in yeah. that bitch. Yeah, exactly. All right, we get we get one more, then we get up out of here. All right, we got e girls. What up, Danny and crew? I got some white people shit on my mind to share. This has started more recently with the rise of e girls and Twitch booty streamers, and I'm talking about these girls who sell their farts in a jar or oh, bath water. Or whatever. Yeah, I've heard of that. I knew a Twitch streamer, Amarif, was selling farts in bath water, and Belle Delphine kind of started that shit with the bath water. All white girls. What do you think? I feel like both selling and also buying this is white people shit. Thanks. Oh, love yeah. the show and keep scaring the hoes. The album is so insanely good. No, I wouldn't say this is actually white people shit. This is just creep. It's yeah, just creep pervert behavior. Yeah. No, this like, spans all the all race, the whole spectrum. Not gonna lie though, when she started when Belle Delphine started to sell the bathwater, I kinda wanted to cop. So hold on, I don't know about the bathwater. I know about the farts, but 
I mean, I just wanted to cop just like like, like some meme shit because I yeah. like buying dumb shit like that. But yeah. I kind of wanted to cop, but it sold out so quick. So she would take a bath and then use that water. Yeah, jar up the water yeah. and sell it. Because I just thought that would just be cool to have. Yeah, I know. That would be pretty rock and roll. Belle Delphine is actually the truth. She's like one of the top trolls, I think, to, to grace the internet, man. You know, she did her thing, man. I'm back, and I'm, you know, she made a shit ton of money. She got in the game, and I feel like she got out. She did her thing, man. Dude, you know? if you can sell doo doo or bath water, I mean, and get out the game, like get in, right? Yeah, get get in and get out. More power to yeah, you. Yeah, so she just, you know, she 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 was just, you know, she hit the game. I mean, you know, if it's a market for it, you know, supply and demand. She did her thing, but like selling farts though is crazy though. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Dude, I want. I thought about that when that became a phenomena. Like I knew this hot influencer chick, and I was like, "Dude, I'll do the farting, but we'll just put your stamp on it, you know? God damn and it. we'll fucking bubble together." So you just fucked up the whole shit. Cause now who's saying that was actually Bill Delphine? Bad. That's boy? what I mean. It probably. Come on. I think. I think. I think she. <laughs> How was are we gonna it. verify that? Yeah, exactly. But I just, you know, I like to collect dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So I've just, just it's just been something that I would have bought and just had on my desk or something like you know, yeah, just cool shit like that, man. But that's all that is, man. All right, man, we will get up out of here, man. I know you just got in town, man. So. Hold on, can I? Can you give my producer a shout out? Yeah, yeah. His name's Brian. Shouts out, Brian, Brian, man. Brian, and he's you know he's the biggest hipster you've ever met. Vegan, wears overalls, uh, pasty white guy, and he just loves Danny Brown. I've been on oh, Flagrant shit. now. I've been on your mom's house. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. He didn't even ask me how it went. But on the plane today, he goes, "Hey man, can I ask you a genuine favor?" And I was, I thought he was going to ask for a raise. And I was, oh like, shit, fuck. I was like, what? And he goes. Can you have Danny give me a shout out? Yeah, shout out to Brian. Yeah, man. he said he's thank the biggest you, fan, bro. And he's he's put me on to a, like a lot of like songs I haven't even heard of. of oh yours. shit, yeah. thank you, man. Brian Cullen. There you shout go. Shout out, Brian, man. He's thank the best. you, brother. He's the thank best. you, thank yeah, you, man. man. Yeah, man. So yeah, we'll be up out of here, man. You got some shit you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just watch the connect with yes. Johnny Mitchell on dope. on YouTube, man. We we talk that prison shit. We talk, uh, you know, we basically do documentaries. We go to different places. We have a lot of cool guests on. Uh, maybe we'll get Danny in studio. Hell yeah, uh, When you're in L.A., man, well, you got to come through, dude. Hell yeah. Um, I won't wear my Rolex. No, no, no. We're in South Central, too. Yeah, yeah. You got you to tuck that shit, bro. Taking that shit off. Yeah, yeah. It's tucking season in L.A., dude. Fuck that. So, uh, and then, yeah, just, uh, you know, I'm a stand-up comedian, so I'm all over the place this summer. Follow me at Mr. Johnny Mitchell on Instagram. I'm always putting up my dates. And, uh, yeah, come out to see a show, man. Yeah, thank you, brother, for pulling up anytime. Man. Yeah, fun, that's man. what's Hell up. Hell yeah, man. Love, bro. We out. Peace, y'all. Yeah.